Sun Agency 99.5, waking up with Amy and Dave. And Amy, it's uh, obviously well, it's a pretty mad world at the moment. Mm. There's a lot of things going on uh, globally, but also we're really focused and uh, concerned with what's going on locally. And so we figured the best person to speak to about all things happening locally was our uh, local member for Mildura, Ali Kappa, who joins us on the line now. Ali, how are you doing this morning? Hey, Dave and Amy. How are you? Good, thank you. Well, thank you so much for having a chat with us, Ali. Uh, I guess the the first question to kick it all off with is, how is COVID-19 different from the common flu? Yeah, well, look, that's a very good question. And some people I'm, I'm seeing on social media are still unsure about that, which is a dangerous, dangerous um, lack of understanding. So mm. COVID-19, different to the flu, we don't have a vaccine for COVID-19. Um, we we don't have any natural immunity that, that's built up over generations, you know, of, of exposure to this. It's brand new. Mm. Um, it's it's um, also... The, the flu generally um, is contagious a few days after you start showing symptoms, whereas mm. COVID-19 is, um, is uh, it's a contagious before you show any symptoms, often several days um, before you show any symptoms. Uh, and sometimes for some people, it is asymptomatic the whole way through. So if you've got it, and you're going to be contagious for, let's say, um, yeah, well, a number of days or, or weeks, then imagine all of the people you're usually in contact with in the course of a couple of days, mm. let alone a week or two weeks. It's a lot of people. Mm. And, and that's why social isolation is so important. It's not just about making sure you don't get it from someone else. It's about making sure you're not spreading it. Yeah. So, so the, the key thing, I think, is we assume we've got it and we act accordingly. Yeah, that's a great way to take it. And I mean, that really drives home the social distancing aspect as well. Uh, absolutely. Um, hey, to that point, and I'm sure that you'd be getting a billion and one questions on these sorts of things. Yeah. Easter is fast approaching. What does this mean for the really heightened kind of like social interaction period that is Easter and things like camping and stuff like that? Yeah, well, that's a that's a, a very good question, and it's coming up a lot. So, so with um, Easter camps, um, this this would be my advice that that um, you know you want to be doing things just within your family, you know, with, with the people you're constantly in contact with anyway. Um, you know, out in you know the 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 more um, you know spacious areas of our community, you know, yeah. like out, out doing doing bushwalking down the river, doing those sorts of things. So on the face of it, camping is fine. It's, it's a good thing to do, but you've got to maintain all of those social distancing things. So remember what the government keeps saying, that this is not going to be a normal school holidays. It's not going to be a normal Easter holidays. Mm. The fact that we don't have to be in our workplaces or, or some of us can't be in our workplaces or we don't, or, or we, we might, children might not be at school. It doesn't mean that we, we bring forward the big family Easter camp reunion, you know, mm. that we do once a year. That, that's, this is this is going to be a very different school holidays for children. It's going to be a very different um, Easter holidays for people. It's going to be a very different camping trip, probably, unless you only go with your your immediate family. Um, so so these are things to consider. Easter camping included, you have to be able to maintain those physical distancing guidelines. Mm. Otherwise, as I said, you're going to get it or you'll be giving it to other people yeah. um, who, who are potentially, even if you're fit and healthy, um, they, they may not be and, and, and they may become a casualty. We need to be that serious about it. Yeah. So we've had one confirmed case over the weekend. Have we had any more since then? 
Yeah, so so in terms of my electorate, so so in in Mildura, there's, there's only one confirmed case that I'm aware of. Uh, that I'll put that proviso on there. Yeah. Um, but there's also been another confirmed case um, near Beulah. Um, so that's in Yarriambiac Shire. Now, um, if, you, if you think about that, um, I mean, I, I, I didn't go to Parliament in the last sitting because I was concerned about um, exposure, um, and and I think and that that was quite a controversial decision. But I believe you know it, it was a worthwhile one because mm. because I you know if, if that person that that confirmed case in Mildura had been in say on a Qantaslink flight, or if they had been, mm. um, you know, at Melbourne Airport, where no doubt a lot of other people who have COVID nineteen are at the moment, and, and mm. they just don't know they've got it. Um, I could have brought it back. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Exactly. There could have been two confirmed cases by now, and 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 in addition to that, we've got one as I said near Beulah. That person, not pr- probably. I mean, I don't know, but the chances are has been in contact with a lot of people in that small community or at least, you know, in, in the region um, before showing symptoms, knowing they've got it. Um, and and so, and this is the way, it, it, this is the problem. It's so easy to transmit because we're spreading it before we know we have it. Mm. Um, and so, but we're not going to know for a couple more weeks. And, and that's what's happening around the world. You know, you, 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 the spread starts. No, no one's being hospitalised yet. No one really even knows they have it, or all the symptoms mm. are very mild. And then suddenly you get a spike mm. um, because the symptoms are so severe. This, this is not like the flu. This is more like acute pneumonia, yeah. and um, and hospitals are overwhelmed. It's a problem not just for the person who is in there with the respiratory problems because of coronavirus, but once that hospital system is completely overwhelmed, it's a problem for the kid who's had a farm accident. Mm. And you run him in or run her in, and and there's no bed. Yeah, know? exactly. You know, so so it's it's a problem for all of us when our hospital system gets overwhelmed. So there's just a few things to think about. People shouldn't panic, but people should be vigilant. Yeah, it's certainly. I mean, it's certainly a virus that has a massive, massive sort of domino effect, and that's what we're seeing worldwide, basically. Well, uh, that's right, and, and and I've said that too. That if, if you're if if you understand the risks here and you're you're on it. Don't worry about flicking on the international news because you, you don't need to see that. But yeah. if you are still yet to be convinced that this is a problem, yeah. then mm. tune into CNN, yeah, or, or even Fox News or BBC or one of the international channels, and you'll see very, very quickly that this is a serious issue. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We don't want to create any more panic, but people do need to know the facts and know that, as you said, it is a serious issue. Now, That's often- right. and if we work together, there's no need to panic. That's yeah. the thing. If you do what's right, we don't need to panic. Now, off the back of the um, the announcement on the weekend uh, about a number of businesses having to close, uh, what is being done locally to support the people who not only have lost their jobs, but also the people who own these businesses who are receiving a loss of income? Yeah, look, which is a, which is a heartbreaking. Uh, you know, I am um, you know, when when my my team and I, um, you know, we, we divvied up IT equipment yesterday and 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 went to start working from home, and we just said to each other how lucky we are that mm. we are on. Um, basically employed by parliament mm. and for, for as far as we know that is going to be a reliable income through this crisis how would it be if we were a business owner or mm. a casual worker you know it's, it's, the thought of it is just awful now um, the government so both the state government and the federal government are, are working on packages to be able to provide a safety net for, for our, our businesses our sole traders and our casual workers so that's a good thing 
Um, but also there's still a lot we can do. This is only stage one lockdown. There's a lot we can do as, as, as um, you know, citizens um, locally. We can support these businesses, the cafes and the restaurants, for example. If you don't drink coffee, start drinking coffee. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're on an income and you've got discretionary income like I have right now, start drinking coffee. If you have one coffee a day, I don't know, maybe make it two. I probably should. One, okay, one <laughs> coffee you usually have and one decaf. Let's agree on that. There you go. There's a happy medium. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you've got to do it. You know, if you, mm. if you can afford to, to purchase dinner, you know, take away dinner from one of our restaurants, please do it um, because we, we have a real responsibility. We are interdependent as we've never been before. We have a real responsibility to our um, our neighbours, our fellow citizens, and we, we need to we need to rise to the occasion. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's it's really strange times. And look, Ali, uh, speaking from uh, this point of view, we think that you're doing an absolutely fantastic job and we can't thank you enough for taking the time to uh, have a chat with us this morning in what I'm sure is a very, very busy week for you. So, uh, yeah, yeah look, we really, really appreciate it and uh, look, best of luck with everything moving forward. No worries. Thanks. Anytime.